I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, and welcome to Burnt Cookbook Party, an original Pathfinder campaign set in a unique fantasy world where four heroes of varying skills, attractiveness, and stupidity race against time to prevent a war. I'm Jenna Steeper, and I play Astra Blab, a fey-addled <laughs> half-elf oracle who is exactly who she said, she said, who she said. Yeah, that's me. I'm joined by... Andrew Hansen, playing Johnny Anaj, a scheming, smoldering, sarcastic... Ifrit, delighted by secrets and destruction. Caitlin Statehar playing Patty Hertz, a rat folk ranger dandy with a nose for gossip and cheese. And I'm Paul Lukemeyer playing Zelf, an elven battle chef carving a name for himself in the high stakes world of magical cooking. And we're of course led today and for the rest of all time by our illustrious and punctual GM and world builder, Justin Green. Justin, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm excited for this episode. I'm excited. We've got a live studio audience with us today for it. Oh. They have been weirdly quiet since they've shown up. Oh. It's a little mm. uncomfortable. I was hoping, you know, it would really like build the energy up for this. But now I just am like, I mean, because it's one thing if there's no laughter and there's nobody there. If there's a crowd of people there and there's no laughter, that yeah. hurts. That's a bad Honestly, sign. it becomes uncomfortable at a certain point, right? But. Immediately, I think. <laughs> I think the first time you make a joke and they don't laugh at your great joke, Justin, I, I would start to feel pretty self-conscious. Kind of feels like a hostage situation. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to thank our Patreons for letting us do things like get a live studio audience. <laughs> wow. Wait. <laughs> Justin, you used funds for this? <laughs> Put out a Craigslist ad, just inviting anyone over to his apartment and got a surprising number of responses. The Hallroom Mountains, they run like the entire length of Berwyn's eastern edge and they serve as the border between Berwyn and Restris. Of the three mountain ranges in Restgris, it's the most traveled, uh, and there are many existing paths for you guys to stumble upon during your journey from the train crash site to Nantrum, uh, which can make your life much easier. Johnny Bridechild, as a member of the Sirocco, mm. has done a lot of traveling around the mountains, around the deserts, uh, managing these paths himself. So Johnny Anaj, uh, with the life history of Brightchild <laughs> within him, uh, is able to get you guys on a path 
the group as a whole is able to orient themselves towards Nantrum. You do have about an eight-hour trek through (laughs) the area on your way. Sure wish we hadn't fallen off that train. That would have been a lot more convenient (laughs) way to get there. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything that you guys would like to do on the way? Do you want to camp uh, for the night, or do you want to make the whole trip in one day? Feels too early to camp. Yeah, I feel like we should push on for at least part of the way. I think we should go for it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can I learn more about Gentry's condition or what kind of poison he's got? Oh, that's right. Gentry's sick. I was just going to ask if someone's going to have to carry Gentry this whole time. Right. Yeah, you've got him strapped to the back of the dinosaur. If you guys (laughs) want to to spend uh, some sort of... Uh, heal spell to bring him above zero HP. You can do that. Anybody who can make a heal check can see what he's been poisoned with. Yeah, I'm going to make a heal check. I will too. Someone who's better at this than me, please help him. Because I, lo- I managed to like battlefield stabilize him and that's about it. Funny. <laughs> Triage. <laughs> I got a 14. Uh, I got a 15. I don't have heal. Uh-huh. Johnny and Naj doesn't have heal, right? Is what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm, interesting. He's not here to heal. <laughs> I could kill him and turn him into a fire element. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's hold that option open. Yeah. <laughs> All else fails. <laughs> Funny. Uh, so Zelf, you are able to identify and treat this poison with oh, that nice. roll. Lovely. Even if we stop this, he has taken some common damage from this, so he will need some help because. Uh, not only does the con damage just put him close to death, it does also lower his his like total HP over time. Yeah, you are able to essentially give him plus four on his rolls to overcome this. He has to make uh, one cure save, and I'll roll that now. So he has rolled a ten, which is not high enough, Whoa. but we can do that again in a bit. <laughs> Justin, I have an application of Lesser Restoration, which has the effect of improving somebody's ability score that was damaged by constitution damage. Yeah, you can do that. Uh, Would that just mitigate some of the current effects, but it wouldn't stop the ongoing poison? Right. Got it. That's a wise thing to have taken based on the things that we've experienced as a group. Oh, yeah. Uh, Worst case scenario, I'll roll a wild magic result that will cause him to take 2d6 hit points damage. (laughs) So before I give him a restoration spell, I want to have him drink a cure potion. Oh, man. Which I've got a couple. Cool. Doctor, doctor over here. Then I will cast lesser restoration on him. So I mix him up a nourishing and healthy potion. Uh, Zelf takes the delicate magical meal that he had prepared. And because Gentry is weak, he puts it in the Tootsie Bullet. <laughs> like baby yeah. bowl. Oh. A beautiful laid out poke bowl that he just kind of shoves into a blender. Yeah. <laughs> just purees. Oh. Bizarre. A shatter spell affects a five foot radius around the caster. I don't even know what that spell does. Oh, no. Uh, I think it breaks shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, judging by the name. I think it shatters mostly like equipment stuff. Destroys non-magical objects of crystal, glass, ceramic, or porcelain. God, so his clothes explode. <laughs> his mask, his, his, his mask, tooth mask. Oh, no. His oh, no. Oh, wow. 
Was anybody carrying their precious moments? Because those are also <laughs> oh destroyed. My, my trinkets. No. Oh, no, don't even say it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so inexplicably, like rocks and things, five feet around him explode. But uh, <laughs> otherwise, he gets back two points of constitution damage. What were you doing on that train anyway? I was attacked by some sort of tiefling. Sorry, I guess I don't have to do the voice anymore. Sorry, did you say a teethling? (laughs) (laughs) Gentry, I'm sorry. I think I've caught up, but up until now I've been left behind. Can you tell me flat out why you were doing a voice just there? He's been poisoned. Yeah, give him a break. What a weird critique to give a poisoned person. Gentry, are you the dentist? Whoa! Uh, wow! <laughs> I guess some didn't know He didn't know, that, know. Did I keep forgetting. No, he never. Didn't know. Not a single second this entire time has anyone mentioned it. Uh, no one sees the need to tell self. <laughs> also a weird thing to accuse a poisoned person of. I'm just throwing that out there. You know, Chantry, the next time I saw you, I meant to apologize for the way I acted at the dinner party. You see, it was kind of a show to provoke the killer. I don't actually eat people. At least I haven't yet. Uh, Gentry is really too weak to to argue with you. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. That's hilarious. Gentry, spelled G-E-N-T-R-Y, is a social class associated with the aristocracy. Patty, short for Patricia, comes from the same root as the word patrician, which is another type of ruling (laughs) class member. They're really two peas in a pod, aren't they? <laughs> Patty's, Patty's just going to kind of go, huh, I hadn't really thought about that. She's also upset that she would be referred to as Patricia because nobody but her mother calls her that. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, that was maybe the most insane thing you've That, was, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. That hit me in the shower. (laughs) Damn. Wow. Wow. Genuine shower thoughts. That's incredible. Well, thank the gods. One innocent survived that catastrophic scenario. When we were talking about whether that was a trap or not, I don't remember anyone being too concerned. Maybe we as a group should reconsider our position on these kinds of things. (laughs) That's all I have to say. (laughs) why we're fine sure the train (laughs) fell over but like no major harm done right yeah i mean you all look like you have been through an absolute ringer you're looking quite fresh aster i gotta say yeah thank you i mean there was nobody in my cart so Ah. i guess i haven't made as many enemies as you guys have aster is always a little fresh isn't she (laughs) 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 you love fresh stuff self come on hmm Anyway, it looks like you all managed all of your issues and all of the enemies that you have made. Trap schmap, no harm, no foul. Manny's here. Look at him. Look at the boy. (laughs) He's fine. Yes, Manny, this literal train wreck we're looking at now, burning in the distance, is also the metaphorical train wreck of this time loop. Wow. And as bad as things have gotten, they can only get worse. Mm -hmm. I don't think they've gotten that bad. Johnny, do you think they've gotten that bad? Johnny Enaj? Is that whom you're asking? <laughs> that is who she's asking. Zitrix is literally the god of chaos and evil. God of ev- chaos and evil, sure. But like, also, artists building things. It's a broad spectrum. Yeah, and Johnny's just a dude. So like, yeah. lay off. Whatever. Yeah, come on, self. <laughs> Mr. Enaj, I've been thinking so much about the comments you made when we first met you. 
you made it sound like your knowledge is extra-temporal, not subject to the loops. Yes. Kind of limited. Kind of trapped. But not quite. Well, here's a subject for the group, but Johnny and Aj first. What is the outcome you're seeking out of all these loops? What is the end of your perfect loop? Hmm. My ideal existence is one in which Irisol overcomes its darkest hour, grows and grows and rises, and then collapses under its own weight. A terrific, cataclysmic event. That sounds very (laughs) exciting. Oh, the apocalypse. (laughs) Right. But it's not ready yet. It's just not there. Irisol's great. Existence is great. But it could be... It could be long further, you know? Johnny and Aj, you're bizarrely and refreshingly honest. (laughs) There's no reason to lie about the inevitable. Eventually, that's what's going to happen. Well, I'm just not ready for it to happen yet. I feel like that there's a better destruction out there than the one that this loop is destined for. One where I come out sooner. We can all agree that we're on the same page earlier, and then we can move with more intention. None of this mulling around. We wasted a lot of time. It's been a lot of time confused. Mm-hmm. Huh. I mean, arguably, you haven't wasted any time. If you think about it like that. Right. So which one of you wants this crown? I bet, you know, <laughs> Lunas will pick one of you. God. And then wow. if that happens, maybe you'll get some sort of extra temporal ability. And you'll be able to remember these loops more clearly. Well, let's put a hole on extra temporal abilities from Gods of Evil. Why would any of us want this nasty crown? Wasn't one of the first comments that you said debating about the existence of what good and what evil was? You're saying now there's a god of evil? Ah, theology. An intriguing <laughs> subject. I don't know if our walk is long enough for <laughs> oh. theology talk. She holds a button for cinematic mode and leaves the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be classist, but generalizing about the association between aristocracy and their worship of Lunas, the idea is control of the many in the hands of the few. A god of lies and control is a god that I would not necessarily trust, because for him, trust is one directional. It's a tool of manipulation. Let's give his artifact to somebody as a means of beating these loops last. It's increasingly hard to use time markers and conversations because you say last and I'm like, well, the last part in the time loop, but you mean like last when we've exhausted other options? Yeah, what other options do we have, Self? Well, what other artifacts do we have access to? That's an interesting question. Oh. Do we have access to any others? Not currently, but maybe in future loops. Okay. That's a good note mm-hmm. that we could put down in the journals. Just saying. I'm so paranoid of not trusting anything that Johnny Anaj says. That even when he's even when he's making what seems to be a helpful suggestion, I'm like, is he trying to sabotage us? Andrew, you should have kept your normal voice even when you turned evil, because that seems to be working for Astra. <laughs> right? Like I'm sus- I'm suspicious of Johnny Anaj. I have. I have no suspicion of Astra other than the suspicion that just exists based on who yeah. she is the, the, the always existing <laughs> yeah. suspicion that she was exactly who she says she was. Should I have gotten an evil voice? 
is it too late to switch to a Jack Nicholson accent for Astro 2? <laughs> no. No, absolutely not. Your fangs come in. Just right. Just like <laughs> delighted at the suggestion that Jack Nicholson sounds like he does because of the presence of fangs. <laughs> 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 I just imagine that if he had fangs like Astra has fangs, he would also go nuts, you know? He'd just be like, ah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'm just saying, I haven't quite figured out all of the boundaries that make it so that I wake up. It seems like Rabble the Generous is a good one. So maybe letting Glorhan die is a useful loop. Maybe that's part of the reason why it's written in there so often. Well, we certainly haven't quantified the activities of the ministry. I can't help but wonder if labeling Glora Han as an anomaly and killing her in every loop is their machination. Oh. I mean, but she just kind of died kind of on accident, this loop, right? Like, she just got caught up in a battle that wasn't really anything to do with the, the Zodiac. The erosion military was tracking her with a right. bounty on her head, um, yeah, they so were. their presence was certainly influenced. That's true. I mean, I think if there's anything I've learned about the time loop, it's that actions don't really matter, and that there's no actual morality that you can apply to any action, because it's impossible to know the outcome of any of them, right? Interesting. Like, Citrix is only a god of chaos, because it's impossible to anticipate what behavior is evil and what isn't. Uh, I think as intelligent beings we can observe through cause and effect that actions taken with malice in mind can produce malicious outcomes Mm -hmm. i think it's possible to be knowingly cruel is that what you're saying it's not possible to be no i think you can but i don't think it matters right because it's like your intentions don't matter the outcome matters but we can't know the outcome of any activity right hmm Well, I think you can make predictions based on observation. You can try something, you can look at the results, and then you can try something that's either different or the same. You're thinking about cooking, Zelf. You're thinking that if you melt uh, butter in a pan the same way 10 times, it's going to happen the same way 10 times. But I think this time loop is demonstrated that that's simply not the case, that one, one event can ricochet off in lots of weird ways, some good, some bad. And so how do you judge whether an action is is good or evil? By your intent. Oh, boring. How can you know anyone's intent? You can know (laughs) your own intent. Can you? Why, certainly. Uh, I don't know, Zelf. Maybe you're more self-aware than most people. Hmm. Generally, I consider myself less self-aware than most people, but that's why (laughs) I try to observe my thoughts and feelings and actions and try to line them up. Uh, I don't want to accidentally cook somebody and then regret it. Well, you say that, but I mean, you know, the whole Kalef issue, right? Is you thought you were doing a morally good thing. <laughs> well, that's an interesting point, because the Shifanads, who were knowingly and deliberately cruel, knowing and deliberately engineered a race to use as their slaves and their food, and the chairman, who's a sociopath, was the one who taught me that all of those things were fine. So you're saying that the chairman did evil? But you didn't. Hmm. Interesting question. <laughs> I love it. This is the discussion that's being this had. Great. Trek through the this wilderness. Everyone else is just like schlepping along, climbing over rocks. Yeah. John Anaj is just listening thoughtfully and trekking up with Diane as this is kind of echoing off of canyon walls or something like that. I'm imagining. <laughs>
I just love that Astra is explicitly evil, but yeah. in practice, morally relative. Yeah. <laughs> I think moral relativeness is pretty evil. Yeah, she can't change all her stripes. <laughs> Astra, I think that's where awareness and growth come from. If I, in my naivete, do something that I think is good and discover later it's bad, well, I can change future actions. But that means the events themselves, the actions you took, cannot be placed in a moral field, right? I think you can if you look at the bigger picture. Mm, who can see the bigger picture? Perhaps only the gods. Not the demigods. Johnny Anaj holds out his hand like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you think Zitrix calls himself evil? That's kind of what I've been trying to figure out. Like, I can't tell if, like, maybe there's some sort of relativism because Gathlin and the other dominant god races made enemies of Zitrix, and it's that's why he, Zitrix is evil. But also, Zitrix delights in destruction and oftentimes <laughs> brutal and cruel slaughter of complex things brings pain and that release of energy is what citrix really is all about you used to the word slaughter i think that you might be a clue the for the audience yeah i was just <laughs> thinking that slaughter is kind of a loaded word but you make an interesting point patty when you were with raid you undertook some acts that i think would be described as Violent and dangerous. Anarchic. But for a larger purpose. So how do you judge those activities that you undertook? I mean, I don't ever really judge them except on how successful they were, which is very. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which is kind of like just what you were saying, Astra, is it doesn't matter what you did to have to get there, just like whether or not you succeeded. Yeah. um, Well, Patty makes a great point where it's like, if you try to do evil... And you're Mm -hmm. bad at it. And so you don't do anything. Is that still evil? Coming from Patty's perspective, you have to ask whether or not she's critical of the moral conundrum. Uh, Yeah, of course. I'm very (laughs) concerned with all of these questions. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move on. I want to ask everyone else the question of what is the best loop outcome for them? For me, obviously, it's establishing myself as a chef and preventing the world from being destroyed in these time loops. I'm sorry, Zitrix, we'll have to have a conversation about that one. You can still be the best chef in the best world that gets destroyed in the best way. (laughs) Ah. See? See? Mm. Zitrix is a very dynamic idea and entity open to all sorts of possible inspiration. The possibility of serving the last meal is tempting. Whoa. <laughs> that seems like Holy something shit, Zelf would Paul. be so into. <laughs> yeah, right? right? And you said you were the haunted picnic, right? Like, I think that lines up with your... Fucking ominous. Sorry, the idea of serving the last meal of humanity is... <laughs> Just like, yeah, <laughs> sentient creatures. <laughs> like... That's like a Ray Bradbury short story. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Patty, it seems like you were living your best life before you came to Shadow End. You were a superstar and you were a famous revolutionary. Oh, thank you for saying all of those kind and true things about me. But, you know, right? during my time since I came to Shadowland, I've learned that there's even more to be done. While I'm proud of everything I accomplished during my time in Raid, I, you know, looking back, some of our priorities were at times not fully 
aligned with what they should have been. But, you know, I think there's an, an opportunity to do more, to really help the common man in a more meaningful way. So I hope that whatever happens with these time loops and demigods and oh, God knows what else, uh, I'll be able to do that and really make a difference. That's a great attitude, well, that's Patty. That's very open. Yeah. Very open to any outcome. Thank you. It feels like the right way to approach a time loop, right? I mean, I kind of feel like if I screw it up, it's just going to happen again. So I have another chance. I'm not too concerned. Mm. Yeah. But isn't this the first time in the book that we got chosen? Yeah. What of it? Well, because if we had been chosen before, like this point, we probably would have written in the journal. Didn't find any of any writing that was ours, right? So... No. I didn't see any of my secret code. That's true. I mean, it's possible that we were chosen by Bavel and other time loops, but like whiffed it. Whiffed it so bad that he tore the page out. Yeah. Or, you know, he, he erased our names or something. I don't know. Who knows what happens in Bavel's mind? We could do that. We could tear out pages that don't have to do with us. Interesting. <laughs> don't deface the book. The point of a book is that all the pages stay in the book. <laughs> Astra, the <laughs> printer does not down. like the idea of pulling pages out of the journal. <laughs> Astra, what do you consider the highest outcome for you in all these loops? Uh, um, I, you know, it's a tricky thing to answer because in this loop, it's going to be different than, you know, in the next loop, right? I don't think so. Well, then in every loop, I guess what I want is just to live, you know, a humble little life, selling my little books, being, you know... Discreet, interesting. Living in my discreet. beautiful apartment in Fanalin. <laughs> Astra, if you're satisfied with living humbly, should we take your name out of the request for Bavel to pick you in the next loop? Oh wow, what a weird, mean thing to do. That's a great angle. It seemed like the only sincere response to your sincere response. Ah! Oh, wow! No. <laughs> wow! Oh, here we go. Oh, no. Here we my go. My words thrown back in my face. Shots fired. <laughs> I wish I could let you do that. But it's clear to me that all the other teams Bobble has put together have been idiots. <laughs> They're not the brilliant, capable strategists that the four of us are. Yes, it has taken us some time to kind of get our feet underneath us and get up to a run. But now that we've written all this in the book, we're in the next the next time loop. Oh, we're going to crush it. We're going to be so good. And then, you know, I think once we've figured it all out, maybe in the like second to last loop, then you can get me out of there and you guys can just take it, you know. <laughs> Manny, I didn't ask you this yet, but do you want it on the time loops or do you want my first action in the next loop to be firing you <laughs> so that you can go <laughs> do something less terrifying? No, chef, I, I want to keep working with you. I <laughs> I've only just oh. finally got some recipes under my belt. In fact, like maybe next time, if you remember everything, you can just start teaching me faster. Oh. Well, here's my final thought. Manny, when you were kidnapped by Bruler, do you know who ran to come and get me with a little doot, doot, doot? Uh, Piccolo. Oh. That's right. This delightful little ingredient that we're planning yeah. on how to cook. <laughs> I wonder where his sense of loyalty comes from. <laughs> Terrible. Sure seems like a mystery, Zell. Simultaneously complimenting Manny on his raising of Piccolo <laughs> and threatening to eat Piccolo in the same breath. I can't. <laughs> Truly devastating. Poor Piccolo. So, as you guys make your way through the mountain, you 
eventually uh, are coming up on Nantrum, which is a tiny dwarven town that is built at the southern base of the Hallrim mountain range. It has become destitute as the spreading radiation from the Mm. meteor impact has eventually forced the mines to shutter. A lot of people have lost their jobs. The town is like lifeless and beige. A lot of the homes are empty (laughs) as like more citizens move away every year. That feels like fallout. Mm. The most notable landmark here is at the center of the town. There's like a large man-made lake that is almost entirely dry. There are uh, four large stone channels that are leading from a nearby building to the lake. And you can tell that they were at one time like some sort of aqueduct, Mm. but there's no longer any running water uh, coming from this connecting building into the lake. Mm. I'm going to have everybody make two rolls for me. I want Mm -hmm. everybody to make a perception roll. And then everybody to make a flat D20 roll. Oh, Lord. Ooh, Justin was really like, exciting. that was a fun character moment where we all talked about time loops. <laughs> I'm going to fuck shit up now. I got a five on my perception check and an eight on my flat D20 roll. Uh, so I got an 18 on my perception and a 20 on the first of my accidental two D20 rolls. So I got a 13 on my perception, and I also rolled a 20 on my d20 roll. Damn! Back to girls got this, boys. Don't worry. Come on. I hope that a 20 is good and not really bad. Because we both have it. (laughs) (laughs) The worst possible outcome. (laughs) Justin, I got an 18 on my perception check, and I rolled a 1 on my random d20 roll. Oh, my God. We got Uh both sides of it. I love it. Yeah, it's exciting. You guys do notice a couple strange things randomly as you walk into town you see occasionally out of the corner of your eye like glowing green swirls that are reminiscent of bavel's dimensional doors but they kind of come and go Mm. it's completely at random sometimes they're like in the sky the next one is like uh, in the lake the next one is like on a wall do we have like coordinates for him like where we're supposed to go he said that he would meet you at the mines tomorrow morning essentially is what it would work out to be yeah it would be good to have a long rest yeah (laughs) oh yeah no kidding is there like an inn i was asking an astro voice but i'm gonna ask in jenna voice is there an inn that we can go to justin (laughs) manly voice yeah uh make a, a knowledge local check i don't have that justin self make a knowledge local Patty. <laughs> uh, does anybody think we should drop in on Pavel's family while we're here? Oh, sure. probably not. <laughs> I love not? those responses. Yes, definitely. Ooh, no way. <laughs> I would love to, but I can't think of a reason. <laughs> it just seems dangerous. And his wife's pretty preggers. So. Are there healer services we can purchase? Yeah, there's a collective of clerics here called the Healers of Hallrum, which you are able to track down. I was just going to go there and use some money there instead of taxing Astra's services. Because I, I don't know, like, I, I'm uh, like a half health. Same. She's at half, half right now, but she's not going to go off with Johnny and Aj. That's absolutely not going to happen. <laughs> Do you take Gentry or are you just like this? Oh, just... I could. He's already on the dinosaur. You might as well take them both. <laughs> yeah, I guess like yeah. Johnny and Nudge does take Gentry, but not on purpose. Like it's definitely. Like, <laughs> he uh, just happens to be attached to Diane still. They'll be like, do you want us to heal him too? And he'll be like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'll take Gentry also to get healed and I will pay for services. 
Manny will also go with you to get treatment for himself and for Piccolo. It's just a quick jaunt across town to the building that the healers use as their medical center. And you help them unstick Gentry from Diane and move him into a bed. Uh, Johnny, you can restore yourself the full hit points. Sweet. Uh, Johnny is getting kind of antsy because he hasn't like started any fights. He has the <laughs> drawback thrill seeker. Incredible. If he doesn't roll like a combat roll like once within 24 hours, then he like starts to take penalties on his other rolls until he does. Spectacular. He has to go That's do an extreme so sport or yeah, something. Yeah, pretty much. So he's like he's starting he's starting to pace the the cage. He's just oh, like, I love oh. that. But uh he also doesn't really know how to start a fight just yet he's not quite there yet but he will be soon uh and he'll he'll get gentry healed and if gentry wakes up johnny will be like so what are you doing here i, I got taken hostage i was gonna say in his defense it was really his choice. <laughs> yeah but they picked you because of what guess because i'm friends with patty oh. <laughs> hmm. how do you feel about that I feel great. I feel like Patty and I are finally teammates again. Partners. <laughs> Were you t- ever teammates? I don't think I've ever heard about it before, Gentry. Johnny and Naj is such a dick. He is. He just <laughs> he keeps being an yeah. asshole for no reason. <laughs> but did you break up after that? Tell me about things that make you sad. Yeah, tell me about it, Gentry. <laughs> tell me about how your girlfriend dumped you. <laughs> I, ma- I almost imagine that he's still tied up. On Diane for some reason. <laughs> they healed him, but they kept him in the gum. Just curious, just trying to get to know you. You know, if you're going to be hanging around, not sure what to make of you. He's like, I'm not sure what to make of you these days, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should get stronger if you're going to be around, because I don't think that we can really afford to look after someone else. Patty might get hurt. If she has to worry about. Try sucking less, Gentry. (laughs) Yeah, get good, Gentry. You know, I'm just trying to look out for you. You I'm just trying to bring this up. We're going into some serious stuff. Like battles with demigods. Like serious things. I should heal more (laughs) if we're doing that. (laughs) This is things that are going to shake reality. And you should know before you get involved any further about what's really happening. What could happen to you? I think that you can probably handle yourself, but you also might need something that inspires confidence. You're trying to put a crown on this tooth. I am trying to put a crown on this tooth. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> and so, yeah, exactly, Johnny. Like, it's just kind of like going to take us like, this is a powerful crown. This is a powerful artifact. I was wondering what the end goal of this was. Yeah. Other than just being an just asshole. Prodding, yeah, prodding and pressing. Prodding and prodding yeah. and being mean. I'm just saying, Gentry. Something's going to happen soon, and you're going to forget Patty ever existed. And I think I know you well enough to know that that's not something you want. <laughs> and if that's not what you want, you should take this crown and put it on. I'll talk to Patty about it, I guess. Yeah, you know what she's going to say, though? She's going to say that she doesn't want you to get involved. She thinks that you should go. And when she tells you that, you know where to find me. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Andrew. Masterstroke. Johnny and Ash so good at using Johnny's earnest reputation. <laughs> <laughs> built all these things up. He's got to ruin it for him, so you know? Good. 
wacky neighbor, Jenna. Honka honka. Justin was right. It's great having a live studio audience here with me when I record. And if we're going to keep paying all these people to laugh at our jokes, we really need more Patreon support. And you can do that at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Sign up for an ad-free podcast feed, bonus episodes, behind-the-scenes look at how the show is made, and world-building information that only subscribers can access. That Patreon podcast feed also includes all of our character questions, where we ask each other getting to know you questions and answer them in character. Kind of like the vibes of when you're walking beside some train tracks for hours and need to kill time, so you ask each other what everyone's ideal time loop outcome is. That's that's kind of the vibe, but maybe less serious. Kind of more... Maybe more of a big sleepover vibe. Anyway, you can listen to all of those and keep up to date when new ones drop by subscribing at patreon.com slash bcbparty. Honker, honker. <laughs> a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Nantrum doesn't really have a classic in. They don't get a lot of people dropping in uh, anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, they do have what's known as the crafting hall, which does have some dormitories. It is a large building uh, further north in town. It used to be like a, a smithy mm-hmm. where they did a lot of work with the things that they were mining. Now it's kind of a, <laughs> what are we going to do with this building? What are we going to do <laughs> to save our town? We're oh. looking for a lot of new ways to make money. Yeah. New exports that they could come up with. <laughs> They're trying a lot of things on for size, and a lot of it is happening in this crafting hall. Um, but there are a few mm. rooms to rent there. Is it just like, I'm sorry, I'm just imagining like a Midwest 
flea market where it's just like a lot of craft <laughs> stalls of people with their like beautifully knit pot holders and sweaters and stuff and like weird carved gnomes is yeah. that kind of the vibe yeah i would say it's that but there's also an element of disorganization it's kind of like you know pandemic hobbies picking them up and forgetting about oh. them moving on to the next one so like there's a lot of crafts that didn't work out for them or <laughs> things that they've kind of abandoned <laughs> And so it's it's just kind of getting a bit cluttered. Well, then they'd be happy for a little coin from some respectable travelers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get a rim. My feet hurt so much. My shitty boots. You remember these boots that were like half acid ridden? Look at them now. They're tatters. Tatters. Really more of a fashion boot than a walking boot. Let's. I am so tired. We just got it. We got to sleep. You guys get <laughs> to the crafting hall, and inside you find a series of rooms, each one dedicated to some sort of craft that's since been left behind. You see, like a room that's like all a bunch of candles. Uh, there's some like origami paper flowers. Scrapbooking room, blah, blah, blah. You see an older dwarf with like bags under his eyes. He has like scraggly reddish brown hair. And he is in an argument with a dwarven woman um, who's much larger than him, who's like arms crossed, glaring down at him. Uh, and they are standing over a table that's filled with like embroidery of sassy phrases. <laughs> <laughs> this is like you call it Berwin, I call it Berwine. Yes, Justin. Sassy phrase embroidery. <laughs> I love it. In universe wine mom apparel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. So, so good. good. The older dwarf sees you come in, he he steps away and he's like, Oh, uh, hello. What what brings you to Nantrum? Welcome. Oh, uh, we're so tired. We're here for the mining. We're, we're prospectors. Yes. We're here to strike it rich. <laughs> Gosh oh. darn it. <laughs> oh, no. It's all cyclical. <laughs> the ghost of yeah. Toots Capolini. <laughs> the old dwarf kind of deflates. He's like, oh, uh, unfortunately, I don't have much here in Nantrum for prospectors these days. I, I've got like a, a giant box full of beads. <laughs> if anybody here knows how to like uh, make some bracelets with beads or, or decorations with beads, I've got I've got that. I, I see you got some sh some chefs. We had a sourdough starter from Mjolnir, but it it turned out to be carnivorous. It's escaped into the mountains. <laughs> Ooh. Holy shit, I can't wait for the time loop where we fight that. Are you oh kidding God. me? Carnivorous sourdough starter. Well, self is writing that down in the journal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I can definitely help you with those beads. Oh. Um, I mean, check out my drip. Looks pretty good. You could be doing stuff like this. Wow. Your fingers are kind of thick, though, so I don't, I don't know if this is right. That's the, really the right one for you. Uh, how much is this past the Nanta rum shirt? The woman speaks up. She, she says, it's uh, only five gold. It's a steal. Five oh, wow. gold? Five Jesus gold. Christ. For a shirt, yeah. This is a different economy than the standard. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Tourist trap. If we got four rooms or one room with four beds, potentially, would you throw one in for free? The woman's not interested. You could tell <laughs> she's already crossing her <laughs> crossing her arms, like, <laughs> ready to, to argue with you. But the man steps in. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're... Willing to put together some beads for us, then 
I mean, I'll give you all the rooms for free. I mean, the only thing I remember how to make is lizards. Great. Bead lizards. They were super popular at Fanolin when I was growing up. Yeah, I can probably manage a friendship bracelet. I spent enough time in the yes. sorority doing that. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Okay. I'll get Antsy cooped up in here. Do you have any leads on the sourdough monster? <laughs> I can hunt it down for you. <laughs> Self, you want to go do that? As Jen and I get stuck in some side quest where we have to make bead bracelets for six hours to earn our hotel room. Uh, Self shakes his head and says, I do, but I think I need tonight to rest. We'll just take the rooms for tonight and then in the morning. We can get that done, and I'll, I'll give you one gold piece for that shirt. <laughs> no deal. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Justin. Wow. She wants it so bad. Yeah, I, I, do, I genuinely want it so bad. I want Astra to have this so that when we launch a merch store, <laughs> I can really justify it so that I, Jenna, can have that for my real body. <laughs> The the dwarf, uh, he steps in and he, he picks up one of the shirts for you. Uh, we have to take a second to get the room ready. Why don't you take this shirt? You can go into the next room and uh, Brett will show you where all the beads are. Oh, great. And why don't you give me one of those... I'll have the burr wine shirts. <laughs> <laughs> the, the woman's like, this is a business. Do, do you see the state of our town? Yeah, you're just going to keep requesting freebies? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's no, fair. I'll pay for mine. <laughs> what a wild thing to use that payment we got from the Hunter's Guild on. <laughs> yeah, I consider this the inheritance that I got from the chairman. Yeah, <laughs> souvenir <great>. t-shirts. <laughs> Brett leads the group of you uh, into uh, a crafting room in the back of this building. And the whole time she's just muttering. She's like, you'll see when my son sells this meteorite chunk that he got, then I'm not giving any of this money back to Nantrum. I'm leaving this place. You'll see. He's a great negotiator. He's come from a family of business people. These beads aren't going to sell. You're in like a crafting room. There's like a large table to sit at and work. And then there is an L shape of cabinetry filled with a whole assortment of beads, all different color beads uh, that you can imagine, a beautiful rainbow. There is like a a bookshelf behind you that has like string and uh, scissors, all sorts of other equipment that you might use to to make some bracelets or lizards or what have you. (laughs) Bracelets and or lizards. What is this trap? What is happening? Are we about to like become enslaved here or something? I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. It's like this is clearly not a place where we get to just come rest and do crafts. No. Just go do crafts and find out. Right? Funny. That's um, the only way. I'm mm. so suspicious because this feels so pointed. It feels so <laughs> pointed at Astra, but I don't know why. It's a bead-specific trap just for you. <laughs> I, I mean, it's going to work. It has to work. I just, don't, I just don't know why. I don't know what your fucking game is, Justin. Hmm. <laughs> Justin, what do I roll to craft bead lizard? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you an intelligence check. Oh, sweet. Okay. Johnny and I is just also going to try and make a bead lizard. <laughs> oh, no. The comment about Zitrix art definitely stuck with him. Ah, <laughs> got him. Got Funny. himself. Uh, I nice. rolled a seven, so Astra thought she knew how to make bead lizards, but then 
<laughs> Absolutely nothing. She apparently forgot. And since Johnny Anaj doesn't know what he's doing, he definitely copies Astra's work and <laughs> uh, improves on it with like very slightly with more fire themed beads uh, and gets mm, an eight. Like a color scheme. Yeah. That's nice. That's nice. Well, so just do this, and if you do it enough, you'll be able to make the little animal shapes. It's going to be great. It doesn't look like what you promised. It looks like a lizard. What do you mean? Whatever. He's <laughs> <laughs> not very satisfied with this bead lizard. As, as you are gathering the beads to yeah. make this, yeah. uh, you, you reach into the cabinet, like the little hole that has the purple beads in it. And you feel like all of the sides of the cabinetry that's holding in the beads, like, <laughs> flatten on you. And the beads, like, start to spill out onto the floor <laughs> at your feet. Oh, no. Make a will save. Oh, Astra. shit. A will save? <laughs> Just yeah. is happening. I rolled a seven, but I'm going to use my ability to re-roll. Um, so the first roll was a seven. The second roll is a nine. <laughs> Justin, do I get smothered in beads like that painting <laughs> about Heliogabalus where he covers people in rose petals until they die? Uh -huh. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> He's a Roman emperor who's famous for inviting a bunch of people over for a big feast, and then he smothers them with rose petals. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wow. I it off air. <laughs> As all of the beads hit the ground, Astra, at your feet, you look at where they once were, and the flat space actually has some beads that remain that are adhered to the wood that was the, the base of the cabinets originally. And the beads are arranged into a symbol, a rune. Oh, my uh -oh. God. Uh -oh. When you look at it, Astra, you are stunned as if it is a symbol of stunning as the spell. Whoa. That's a powerful spell. You drop your half-beaded lizard to the ground, <laughs> and you cannot take any actions for five rounds. Wow. And as this happens, it, a door on the far end of the room opens, and Castian Griffiel <gasps> walks in. Oh my god. <laughs> His cape sweeping behind him. There are two dwarves with him who uh, Johnny Brightchild knows to be Grog and Greta. They are on Ergon's squad at Shadow and they're crafters. Oh. Castian walks right past you, Astra, and not bothered at all. Wow. It, he approaches Zelf and says, well, the beads worked just as you expected, Zelf. <gasps> oh, good morning, Cassian. What? Wow! Scheme! 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 What? Is Commander Windstar around? No, she's handling the situation with Bavel. Oh, is he already in the mines? We were able to capture him leaving the desert. Um, <laughs> will you tell me what's next? What? Grog and Greta begin rearranging some of the metal displays in the room, and you can see the sides of the cage coming together around you, where <laughs> they were hidden here in plain sight with, like, beaded jewelry and rugs hanging off of them. As Grog prepares to slide the final wall of the cage in place, Greta reaches in <laughs> first and removes the spiral rapier from Ooh. your side. Oh, my God. Uh, oh. Grog and Greta will begin work researching on how to properly destroy it. 
I don't suppose that you're going to cooperate with us, right, Miss Blep? Oral can. <laughs> she blinks angrily. Johnny and Patty, what's going through your minds? What the fuck? <sighs> Man. <laughs> what the fuck? Patty? There's is gonna let this happen. Wow. Wow. <laughs> She's just gonna kinda make herself a little scarce, sort of watch from maybe in the corner of the room, keep an eye on the situation, stay out of Castian's line of sight as much as possible, and uh just keep 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 an eye on this. Johnny and I is just going to do the opposite and like intervene and he's like, what's going on here? And he's going to like interpose himself as best as he can before Astra gets put in the cage. If that's possible. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Cassian uh, looks to you Zelf and says, uh, what are we going to do about this one? Don't be rash, Cassian. Johnny, I think it's time everyone comes clean about a couple things. Well, you wouldn't mind that, would you? Whoa. Absolutely not. I've been nothing but perfectly honest with you. That's true, you have. So why don't you give that opportunity to everyone else? By all means. <laughs> it is just Paul and I today, and we have just finished recording the second episode of the dinner party. And now it is the middle of the night. Zelf is alone in his room in the Vilna estate, and you are getting the strangest feeling as if you are not alone. When you turn around, you see this bizarre aberration staring back at you. At first, it looks like a cat, but its form is constantly shifting, just like legs, eyes coming and going. You feel like you've seen this thing before, like just in the periphery of your vision, but you've never gotten a good glimpse, but... Now here it is, solid, unmoving, larger than you expected. The Little Stranger is about like a golden retriever size at this point. Can I make a knowledge check on the creature to see if I can glean what its nature or its special abilities are? Zelf, this creature is unlike anything that you've experienced before. You can tell that it is definitely magical. Just being near it, it radiates like chaotic magical energy. You can tell that it's fey in nature, but you don't think that it's a living, breathing creature. It doesn't seem like it's fully part of this plane of existence, uh, like it's only here tangentially. Like you, you couldn't reach out and touch it necessarily. Like it doesn't have a physical form, though it seems to be like trying to. It's kind of phasing in and out. But you're not like, oh, this is a blank creature type. It is. It's something else. It's something strange, entirely different. Interesting. Self reaches over to his nightstand where he's keeping like a teaspoon or something, <laughs> armed and dangerous. It doesn't attack you or or seem threatening in any way. In fact, it kind of keeps like nuzzling up against the door it will start to leave then stop look back at you kind of like waiting wanting you to follow it well this is among the stranger things that's ever happened to Zelf, but strange things have just been happening more and more lately so he'll get up in his ebenezer scrooge night clothes <laughs> sleeping cap and slippers with his teaspoon following cautiously after the creature the little stranger leads you through the Vilna estate. It leads you outside into the dark of night. And 
you find that it is leading you north towards the train station. Once you're there, you spot behind the main building two shrouded figures that are waiting for you. One of them steps forward into the light and you recognize that it is Castian. And he says, Zelf, I'm glad that you came. I wasn't sure that you would be able to see this creature, much less if you would follow it, but it was a safer option than other forms of communication. Castian, I wasn't sure when or if or how I would ever see you again, considering how crazy things have gotten. Nice pet. It's not mine, but uh, don't judge it by its appearance. It was essential to our survival in Fainalin after you left. Oh, really? Windhorn held everyone inside of the academy grounds for a full day looking for the five of you, torturing innocent people one by one. What? I feel Gavlin was at my side because this being led me to to my friend Small here, and I was able to protect him from harm. Small. Small stays in the shadows as he <laughs> normally does, and he doesn't speak to you or look at you. <laughs> well, yeah, is going to point his spoon at Small and say, All right, Small, listen. I hate deal breakers as much as anyone. I hope you understand that the zombie-filled stadium was dangerous. Is there any way I can make it up to you? <laughs> he kind of crosses his arm and pouts, looks at his feet. Cassian is like, you know, he's not too happy about me, including you in this. But I, I've come with a message from General Windstar. Do you know where Commander Flask Forge is going by chance? <laughs> Is this just a setup so that you can get knowledge against Bavel for Windstar? Who's on whose side here? I mean, I'm on Shadowin's side, of course. For as long as it lasts. If I tell you, is Windstar going to use that knowledge to get Bavel? Absolutely. What is she going to do with him? Take him to Bitterhold? Torture him for knowledge? Self, Bavel needs help. That he does. You can't imagine the level of harm that he single-handedly caused... Windstar brought him out to Fort Imbril to try and lessen the destruction when she had this conversation with him. But of course, uh, he fought against her, against all of us. Eiffel still hasn't woken up and he took Mallow's eye. Took his eye. Brohawk may never play Blitz again. Between Bavel and Windstar, Zelf honestly feels like he's more on Bavel's side. But from a perspective of all the events that are going on, Working with Bobble is difficult, so maybe it's in everybody's best interests. Bobble cools out for a little bit. Self will say he's going to Nantarum. He thinks there's something hidden in the radioactive mines that is connected to the demigods. Do you think that you could get Astra there as well? Why? For one star to contain her somehow? I know I've spoken quite often about my distrust of Patty Hertz, but I fear it may have been misplaced. I underestimated the true monster that was hidden among us the whole time. Hmm. I wish I could tell you exactly what I've learned about Astra, but unfortunately, if I were to do that, she would only become more powerful. What? All you need to know, Zelf, is that she's not who she says she is. Dun dun dun! <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's crazy, because I feel like about 39 other times, <laughs> I've been totally reassured. Zelf doesn't know quite where to place this knowledge, but he can't help but let a smile spread across his face. He kind of rubs his hands together and looks up at the starlight, and he says, Oh, really? You don't say.
Uh, Justin, I'm going to cast a spell. Okay. Uh, C, invisibility. Just in case. <laughs> oh, rude. What a rude insinuation. I'm not, you know what? You know what, Paul? I don't, I'm not going to tell you what spells I take. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you about all my secret little, secret little fun little class rules. <laughs> Off of our roommates. <laughs> uh, and I do explode a chair or something. I love that you ended up exploding things again. <laughs> you gotta have I keep rolling the same spell. thing for some reason. That's fucking funny. Asher, you rolled an 18 on your perception. Uh, not enough to see the trap coming, but enough to see <laughs> out of the corner of your eye from the room that Cassian was in, small blep watching this happen. Consequences. Justin, yeah. let me know when it's my turn. I'm going to cast another spell. <laughs> He's just blasting. I don't want to hurt you right now, but you're preparing for battle. And that puts me in a precarious position. I'm preparing for a battle of investigation. <laughs> I'm so glad Johnny is in character, statistically horny for battle right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, that is, yeah, in character. <laughs> That's exactly what he is. Thank battle. you. I just never thought of it like that. So horny for battle so is glad. a great trait description. <laughs> yeah, investigating what? A murder? No, enough people have died. Come on, Professor, <laughs> let's get to the point. We're on the clock here. I also want to know what this is about, because there's just so many things that Astra... <laughs> there's just so many reasons this could be happening to Astra, and I don't know which one. <laughs> Astra, we need to hear your side of this. Uh, I'm stunned, so I can't respond. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something is probably going to have to happen. So, Cassian uh, wants to put her inside the cage. Johnny is preventing this from happening. If we're going to wait for Astra to become unstunned, <laughs> Cassian will act before that. And I believe Johnny will act before that. No, put her in the cage. She's got to go in the cage. That's what should, mean. Yeah, they should put me in the cage. She's going to make every part of this funnier. Yeah. For comedy, we're going to put her in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> it's prop comedy. We love that. Self says, come on, a cage isn't going to stop you. You're the avatar of destruction. <laughs> Just give us a minute. Fair enough. Our 30 seconds of the most awkward silence. <laughs> <laughs> Zelf, what is this? Why are you with Castian? He's not even one of our roommates. This is wild. I like Castian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's always said. He's always said that. He has always said that. He has always said that. Consistently. He he's always said that. Oh, no. Castine's an idiot. He'll believe anything anybody tells him. So why don't you tell us what you haven't told us about why you're here? I just don't know what you, I you listen, Zelf. You know me. I want to be honest. I want to mm -hmm. tell you what you want to hear, but I don't know what you're asking. Why does Small want to destroy your rapier? Uh, I don't know. Well, he was never really good at fighting, so that's probably it. That's an insane answer. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. He was always jealous, you know. He was always jealous of my cool sword. And I never let him play with it because it's dangerous. Swords are dangerous, Zelf. And it's very irresponsible for you to take my sword from me. Like, why does it matter? It's my sword. It's a perfectly lovely sword. 
You literally have never seen me use it. That's how rarely I use it. It's just more of a statement piece. You have to understand in fashion, Zelf, um, sometimes you get like a really big necklace and people see the necklace and they're like, wow, what a statement piece. And it's like what you base your whole outfits on. That's what the rapier is to me. What is that creature always out of sight that keeps getting larger and larger? Well, his name's Johnny, and we just don't feed him. We just don't feed him well. Yeah, when the camera pans over to Johnny, he says, Abraxabobola. (laughs) (laughs) Cassian will draw his sword towards you and say, do not speak that word again, demon. Oh, I have allowed you to stand in front of me. And Johnny Brightchild's body this long <laughs> is a testament to my friendship with Zelf. Oh, gross, gross, gross. When, since when are you two friends? What is, have, Zelf, have you betrayed our entire team? We hate Castian. I mean, I know you've <laughs> always said that you don't, but the rest of us do because he's terrible. Honestly, Brightchild liked Castian. I just like, oh, guy got to be. Did. Of course he did. But Johnny Brightchild's not here right now, is he, Johnny Anaj? Well, you know, I. I'm sorry, do you like Castian? I actually haven't really formed an opinion on him yet. I oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason that the paladin of Citrix wouldn't like Castian. <laughs> Self is going to say, Astra, you've got to give me something. Trust is cultivated. (laughs) I'm in a cage, jackass. (laughs) 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 Yeah, Johnny definitely stickers at this. Am I considered bound, grappled, or otherwise restrained? No, you are not like shackled in any way. You are just in a cage, that's all. Okay. But you are able to move around in there. Fine, you got me. This is a pretty good <laughs> trap. I know you want me to give you something, but I don't know what you want me to say. And I don't I don't think that there's anything I can say that's going to satisfy you and your your tricky tricky little manipulative brain. <laughs> but I can tell you that small blep isn't well. Oh, damn. He's not right, and he hasn't been right for a long time. Does this have to do with his missing shadow? Mm. She shrugs. (laughs) (laughs) Who's to say? Whatever. (laughs) I I don't know. I mean, that's a great question for Small, but maybe you don't want to ask him because he's not in a cage. (laughs) Small, come out here. Yeah. Yeah, come out here, Small. Uh, he'll step out just just one step into the room. <laughs> this little newsy brat. <laughs> he is quite small. Now, small, maybe it runs in the family, but when I tried to ask you for an honest answer, you wouldn't give me one either. Maybe it's none of your fucking business. <laughs> mm, I wish that were true, Astro. And up until now, I've thought that that was the case, but I think that I've let too many things go that wound up being dangerous after all. Zelf, I'm not dangerous. Zelf, you know me. We've literally slept side by side for like, I don't know, upwards of a week. I've not been keeping track of the movement of time. (laughs) I I don't know why you think I'm dangerous. I've done nothing but help you and the team this whole time. Much like Johnny and maybe it's not you. Maybe it's the devil inside you. (laughs) Cassian turns to Zelf and says, she's evil now. 
Do you know that she's evil now? What do you mean evil? <laughs> That's so rude. Castian, if you're suggesting that paladins have the innate ability to detect <laughs> evil, I don't have any proof of that. <laughs> <laughs> I know Johnny Brightchild preferred to go from his gut, but yes, Gavilin <laughs> speaks to me and she tells me that this one is evil now. I don't know what's changed. To Gavlin. Wait. <laughs> evil relative to Gavlin. Yes. This is what I'm saying, right? It's like, what even is evil anymore? Hold on, Castian, you're saying that something about Astra is evil. Yes. Astra, do you have anything to say about it? Uh, this is bullshit. Castian has never liked me. He was <laughs> rude the day I stepped my foot into Shadow End. Maybe he could just smell a rat. That's rude. Patty's right there. I'm sorry. I didn't even think about it. <laughs> Patty is very well groomed. Didn't Thank mean you. you, Patty. Yeah, you're very clean. Smells of a gardenia. <laughs> Patty peeks out from behind the column that she's been slinking behind and just, <laughs> just glares. Listen, what's your plan here? Are you going to try and kill Astrid while she's in a cage, while she's defenseless? Don't do that. Not even going to open it up and let her fight you with the rapier? Oh, well, don't do that either. Don't. Let's not fight. That's actually more my style. Well, really, my style would be ah. two people in a cage fighting each other. I, oh. I don't really have any aura, whatever, sensing items or spells, unfortunately. Uh, does somebody else? I mean, I can detect good. <gasps> I don't think that helps us. Oh. No, let him detect. You got your weird little prince to detect on me. And now he's saying some pretty weird shit. <laughs> this is such a role. I don't know if Johnny is going to. I don't know if Johnny will lie for Esther or not, but I'm super curious to find it's out. It's funny because Johnny Anaj has bluff. Funny. Yes. Johnny Anaj is going to use detect good and look around the room to see if he detects any good. Yes, uh, Castian and Patty are good. Who would have thought? Um, Me and Castian. I know. I mean, I kind of had, I had always assumed Patty was good, but it's nice yeah, to have right? a confirmation. <laughs> Johnny kind of grins and he says, what can I say, Castian? You're here pretty much alone. You've thought about who you're dealing with here. <laughs> okay, just because I'm not good doesn't mean I'm evil. That's not what that means. No, but because you're evil, that means you're evil. Well, I'm not evil, so but fuck you. <laughs> if only Patty had, like, detect neutrality. <laughs> it could contribute to this. That would be useful. Small blep, here's your chance to come clean. If I tell Johnny and Ash to break the cage, he will. Can you give me something, anything, a single crumb of a reason that I should believe that what's happening now is the right thing to happen. I'm not asking anybody to kill my cousin. I'm asking you to destroy this sword. Don't destroy my sword. We can get you a new one. We can get you a nicer one. We can get you one with bead handles. First of all, how dare you? The sword is beautiful. Look at the craftsmanship. Look at how unique it is. It's not your property to destroy. It belongs to me. <laughs> and I'm simply not going to let you destroy it. Also, Patty, are you going to weigh in or? Patty's going to step out from behind the column at this point and say, <laughs> Astra, which is more important to you? That sword or your friends? Oh, boy. Oh, wow. She comes out swinging. <laughs> oh, She's right at the heartstrings. <laughs> 
Caitlin. <laughs> Don't worry, Astra. Oh it's my Astra. god! Not you, Jenna. It's Astra. <laughs> I, I, I. It was just such a good line. I'm just it devastated. It was such a good line. <laughs> such a fucking good line. She's been saving that up, just absolutely <sighs> being wrecked by this situation. Astra looks Patty in the eye and says. Real friends wouldn't make me choose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Patty's a little conflicted right now. I it's obviously we all know how Patty feels about Castian. Hmm. We all know that Patty, for the most part, is not gonna support anything that Castian is trying to do. Right? That's that's what I'm <laughs> yes, saying. Yes, yes. On the other hand, Patty's become a little suspicious. <laughs> Huh? Of her friends and teammates. Because <laughs> all Wait. of us have been lying Wait. to her for weeks. She's realizing that these people are not as upstanding <laughs> as she maybe assumed what? they were when she first met them. She's saddened by it. She's frankly quite disappointed. Mm-hmm. As she should be. Because she came into this with such pure intentions and to find out that others may not have had such pure intentions is <laughs> deeply, deeply distressing to her. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> At this point, Patty is uh, not willing to intervene <laughs> on Astra's <laughs> behalf. <laughs> she also is not willing to align herself with this freakish j- fake Johnny. What? That's occupying what? her friend's no body. What? <laughs> what about this weird undercover cop Zelf? Yeah, you're gonna team up with Castian yeah. then? On that point, Patty, when you rolled that natural 20 earlier, you have been suspicious of Zelf for a bit. <laughs> and you've been watching him closely. And you are pretty sure that the man standing in front of you is not. Zelf. Oh, <laughs> Why did you say that? Why did you say oh that? Oh my god! <laughs> what the what fuck? have you all done to me? <laughs> Who are you people? <laughs> I don't even see how that would be possible. His mannerisms <laughs> are just slightly off. There's a slight delay when he speaks. What? And this is fairly, fairly recent because you've been watching him for a while now. Making sure he doesn't eat her. Well, yeah, I mean, she's always been a little a little suspicious and a little scared of him. So she does keep a close eye on Zelf pretty much all the time. I don't know, Patty. This is kind of a mess, isn't it? What do you think we should do? Uh. <laughs> I love how he's trying to defer to Patty. Yeah, that's great. The problem I'm having is that I can't trust Astra, especially knowing she's evil. I can't trust Castian because he's too straightforward. I can't <laughs> trust Small because I don't know anything about him. He's kind of in the same vein as Windhorn for all I know. I can't trust Zitrix because he's literally the god of chaos and evil. <laughs> I can't trust myself because I look at all perspectives equally. God. I don't know who to trust. Patty's not going to tell Zelf this, but she certainly doesn't trust him. She certainly <laughs> doesn't trust Johnny. And she certainly doesn't trust Astra. Oh, no. And I feel physically ill to say this. But I think she's going to say, Castian, I think you know what to do here. 
Johnny, give me the crown. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That'll be my first action. <laughs> oh, self, self wants to intervene with his improvised weapon in hand. You guys can roll initiative. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 It's actually oh happening. <laughs> the only way the deadlock could have broken. <laughs> yes, it was yeah, inevitable. It's pretty, pretty good. Oh my god. Thank you for listening to Burnt Cookbook Party, and a special thank you to all our Patreon subscribers. Without you, there would be so much dead air in this show where no laugh track or clapping or cheering happens at all. But thankfully, you're there supporting us and buying things like a live studio audience. We couldn't do that without you, so thank you so much. Burnt Cookbook Party is Andrew Hansen as Johnny Anaj, Caitlin Stadahar as Patty Hertz, Paul Lukemeyer as Zelf, me, Jenna Stieber as Astroblep, and Justin Green as GM and World Builder. This episode was edited for content by Justin Green and edited for sound by Akshay Balakrishnan. Produced by Jenna Stieber. Honka honka! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.